Hey there, and welcome to the Confident Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Brooks. Join me as I sit down and chat with co-hosts, friends, and carefully curated guests and talk about all the things that empower you to become your best and most confident self. So let's get started. All right, ladies, welcome back to another episode of the Confident Woman Podcast. So today we have with us Brigitte Begessi. Brigitte is a female specialist, transformation coach, and mentor who has helped thousands of women spark their inner and outer glow to achieve confidence, success, happiness, and harmony. So welcome, Brigitte. Welcome. Hi, Rachel. Thanks for having me here. Absolutely. And, you know, we're going to have this incredible conversation because I know you have a lot to share with our audience today. And I'm excited for, you know, the direction where we're going to go because we were talking a little bit before we hit record and we have so many things in common that I think that our listeners are really going to get so much value from what you have to share. And of course, your book as well. So I'd love for you to share a little bit more about yourself and the story that has led you into where you're at today. Yeah, you know, it's really interesting because my journey started from the look and from the experience. And you know, now I'm teaching mainly about the glow and the glow is especially the inner glow that why it's important and how the women can become mindful, magnetic women. And it started when I was in my 20s. And of course, like every young woman in the 20s, it's, there is a really huge emphasis on the appearance of how they look. And I wanted to maximize it as well. So next to the Next to my uh, studies, you know, I um, started to um, work as a part-time job um, as an aerobic instructor because I wanted to be pretty. I wanted a really perfect body. How can I say this was the truth? And, and you know, next to this, I loved going out and I loved dancing. But when, you know, I became a little bit older, I started to work. I had my serious relationship which my, with my later husband. He's still my husband, by the way. <laughs> and you know that when, when I started this, I realized that I don't want to go out in the night because I'm tired after work. You know, I found my love, so it was not interested for me. I was not interested to meet with other guys, but I was thinking, how can I solve this? That I love dancing. I love moving my body, but I, I don't want to go in the night. And I was thinking that, okay, I'm an instructor, aerobic instructor. I can do workout and I know it's important for our body, for our health to do workout regularly. And why I don't create something where while I'm dancing and doing these special movements for my body, I can also, you know, reach my body goals. I can be pretty, but also I can enjoy the music and enjoy my body movement. And I didn't want something with choreography. I wanted something which really is talking about enjoying your hip movements and your body. And that's how I created Beauty Robics, which is my special brand. And I started to keep Beauty Robic lessons, classes. And in the beginning, I just asked my friend, 
my uh, friend to come with me because if nobody visit my class, then it would be weird, you know. So I didn't want to be alone. So we were two and two other girls came to us. So we were only four people in my first class. And then they started to enjoy. And, you know, from the four, it was 10, 12, 20, 30. And at the end, you know, I just rented a small dance dance room and then you know I needed to create my own studio because there were so many people and a lot of girls asked me that they want to become beauty instructor as well so I needed to you know teach more instructors and it means that I met with thousands of women and those women goals was to feeling better to look better and of course you know it's a journey I realized through my experience in me and also in the other girls that if you want to become attractive, only look is not enough. And it's really important that we need to be, you know, something in, in ourselves, you know, which makes us more attractive, more beautiful, more glowing. And I wanted to teach these girls that's how they can reach it. So, you know, my journey, that's why I said, started from the look, but through my journey, I realized that it's not enough. And I, I see that what else we need to glow really. And I created a system, which name is Laura, Levels of Real Attractiveness, which is a really easy to reach one five-step system how somebody can maximize inner and outer glow. It's really important, I think. And you know, the people, when they want to change their life, they always just thinking about the miracle pills, you know, which can change just immediately their life for a better one. But the truth is that, that if we want to real deep change and we want our life changing, it's important that we always need to thinking in system. So we need to, you know, fight in, in everywhere for that goal. And that's how we will reach a real change. Oh, I love, I love what you're sharing because obviously I can relate to so much of, of what you're sharing. And I think that many of our listeners can as well, because I think the, the, common thread that ties us all together is that when we're young, we become impressionable. We want something that we can only see from the outside in, where it's like we think that if we have this perfect body or this perfect life or the perfect job or the you know perfect degree, whatever this is that we're chasing after, that that would give us that inner sense of fulfillment and allow us to feel what we were longing for, right? We want to feel pretty. We want to feel beautiful. We want to feel attractive. We want to feel desired. We want to feel all these internal things, right? And it's, we look through that, through this lens of how we perceive the world because, you know, we're young, we're in our twenties, we're, you know, even in our thirties, forties, fifties, and so on. When we don't get the upper edge where we realize that seeking externally will never satisfy the internal void that we are longing for. And so very similar, I think, I mean, our stories are parallel in that, in that space where, yeah, we both wanted something and we went about it the wrong way. 
more or less. We'll say it the wrong way. However, we have learned so much from our journeys, which has inspired us through our works to give back and empower women to realize that the beauty, the chase, the perfection isn't about achieving something externally, but it's about seeking and finding and becoming that version of who you are inside. And I love that you shared that, that journey because you said, I, was, I just wanted a place where I could still feel attractive. I wanted to feel the sexy embodiment of who I am. I wanted to move my body in a freely space that allowed me to step into this feminine power of me that I wanted to reclaim and just own and just be myself. But I didn't want to go out to clubs. I didn't want to have to worry about, you know, being in the wrong environment to be judged or to be received in a way that wasn't what I was seeking. And I think we can all relate to that, right? We find ourselves in places or environments that aren't really conducive to who we are. And so sometimes we minimize who we are. And I love that you said, I just started moving regardless of where it was. And your movement had led you into becoming an aerobics instructor. And now you have your own beauty aerobics and your book and all the things that you had challenged your challenges to overcome. And now you get to be the living testimony of your own beautiful transformation story. I love this. Love it. You know, it, exactly this is the key that you need to know who you are really and find your real, real yourself, then you will become a mindful magnetic woman. As you know, the title of my book, this is really important. But you know, the question is always that how you can reach it, because everybody, you know, it's that we need to find ourselves. We need to know who we are really, but it's not that easy to read as how it's easy to know it. Exactly. And I think that, you know, that's a, a journey that is unique to oneself. Like that's something very specific to you as the individual. So you listening is not going to resonate 100% with my story, is not going to resonate with Brigitte's. However, we're going to just share, you know, hopefully at that point where you're like, oh, I can relate to that. I'm in that journey too, or I've struggled with that too. But our message today is that you won't find externally what you're longing for internally if you haven't tapped into that yourself and given it to yourself because that's the gift that you get to give back and so i'd i'd love for you to share a little bit more about your journey and how your self-discovery journey allowed you to really tap into that inner glow and that inner beauty and that inner confidence because you got to step into your own power instead of thinking you can just buy it or achieve it or Find it somewhere else. You know, that's why I started that my journey started when I was young, because I think that the people sooner or later, when they experience, they realize that it's not enough. It's really nice, you know, to be beautiful outside because of course it has some advantages. I don't say, but you know, if you, if everybody sooner or later realized that we started aging and if mm -hmm. our, how do you say, if, if this is the only positive things in me that I'm beautiful and nothing else, you know, it, after a time it started to be, how can I say a role battle because everybody is aging and only the appearance will decline. It's totally normal, but everybody can be attractive 
and beautiful and glowing is not experience and the look is the only advantage that that person has. And you know that the experience and the time is helping for us because with with time, we can be more wise. We can have more knowledge more sense of humor, but it's really important that the people need to know because if somebody is just an empty beauty, it's so sad. And you know that there is only by the appearance, I always say, I know it sounds bad, but if somebody has this only advantage, that person look, which they can show to the world, then you know, it. they are just like what can I say, like a beautiful dress or a, or a car. It's not enough because the people will be easily changeable for another one because there is always somebody who is also the same beautiful. And our goal, and not only in the, in the relationship I'm talking about, but we need to be catchy, memorable, that when somebody remember me, just say that, wow, this person is so outstanding. So how can I say, I cannot forget her because in some way memorable and there was something, something unique, which is glowing through the room and everywhere where, where we step in. So this is what should be the goal. Plus, of course, if, if our character is not s- synchronizing with our real self, then after a time, there will be some problem, you know, some turbulence in the system and the people will sense it. So they will see that it's not credible, but they show the, what they want to show and who they are really. So it's really important that these two things need to be synchronized because that's what caused the glow, the real glow. Mm. Yeah, so you're, ab- you're absolutely right. And, and it's that, that analogy of, you know, the beauty of a flower will fade away right? It's, it's, it's only temporary. So when you could tap into beyond what the aesthetics are, beyond just the physical appearance, and that is something that comes with time. It comes with maturity. And as you had mentioned, you, you gain more wisdom, more knowledge, more experience, more sense of humor, more laid back approach. And, and in that you find this freedom to just be, to just be you. And that becomes the radiating light that's within you. And that is really the journey of of self-discovery. And what we, you know, is is we talk about confidence, but confidence is an inside job. Happiness is an inside job. Finding the inner glow is an inside job. Finding love is an inside job. All of this stuff, what we're trying to really emphasize here is that everything that we want is all found within. We have to do that job to discover it, then start becoming that version of who we want to become. And, you know, I share a lot of that in my book, and it's this whole transformational uh, journey because I didn't understand that. When I was up and coming, you know, in my 20s and even into my 30s, it was still just a challenge because it's like I was tired of chasing something that was not attainable. And the irony of my book being Chasing Perfection it's just this this quest for, is it perfect? Is it enough? Therefore, am I enough? And, and to be honest, you're always going to be chasing something that doesn't exist because at the end of the day, there will always be somebody who is more prettier, more beautiful, more successful, more 
glowy, more confident, all those things. But if you have found that for yourself and you have found self-acceptance in that, you can really just lean back in this journey and take the joy ride of just going through life. And there's so much ease and flow and fluidity in the, in the process of just being versus doing and striving and all the things because we know that that's exhausting and unrealistic. And mostly if we did attain it, it'll be gone in a moment's time. It's not something that we can sustain for a long time. Yeah, you know, perfection doesn't exist. And even exactly. If, then it would be really boring. <laughs> so it's exactly. If we all look the same, I mean, there would be there would be no like color and life into into this world. We're supposed That's to be unique and different. That's what makes us attractive. That's what makes us so fun and this world a variety. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So you know that when I created this system, the reason was that I wanted something which is easy to reach. And that's why I said that this is one of the key souls because the people can hear a lot of advices everywhere that's how they can find their confidence, their glow. And you know, we can, we can hear some impulse here and there. And then at the end, they don't know what to do. And especially they don't know that how they can reach it. Because it's like when somebody wants a big goal, for example, in the life, it's the same like, like when I want to travel somewhere, I need to plan it exactly, you know, from step by step, how can I reach it? For example, you know, not at the moment I'm in London, but originally I came from Budapest, which is a small country. Hungary, and this is the capital of Hungary. And you know, if I want, for example, visit USA from Budapest, you know, I need to know exactly, first of all, that how can I reach there? How can I travel there? But I, for example, you know, I know that I need to buy a plane ticket, but how can I get to the airport from the plane tickets? Because there is no direct flight, for example, I don't know, Los Angeles. So I need to know that where I need to change my plane to another one. And when somebody knows these steps from one to one, then it's just an easy, easy to reach goal. It's the same, like, you know, many times the people are scared for the big changes or for the big goals because they cannot imagine how they can reach it. It's too big, but you know, like, Everything, they just need to do it step by step and they just need to see the next step, the next step. And that's why I think, and I'm always emphasizing the system, which is a key, because then if you just hear that you should do this and that, and then, then you don't know how, where to start. You don't know what you need to do. And of course, you know, here also, there are some, how can I say, huge jumping, which can, you cannot do it by just one step. Like, you know, they say that, how can you eat a mammoth? You know, mammoth is the big elephant. They say yes. that you eat it from small portions, one to one. And mm -hmm. for example, somebody is 20 without any experience. And we just say that you need to become self-confident. It's so huge jump because they have no experience for it. They don't know what tools can work. You know, especially if somebody is shy or have some serious 
I don't know, problem inside, they cannot reach it from the first step. So they need smaller step and from one to one to reach that. And that's why I think, and I'm really, I always say that I'm fell in love with my book, but the reason for this, that because it helps just with the small steps, but one by one from a really easy to reach to huge jump and they can, they can, you know, they can reach how they can become mindful magnetic woman. Yes, I love that analogy. So we have similar here in the in the US. It's, you know, how do you eat an elephant? It's one bite at a time. Meaning, mm-hmm. don't be so intimidated by the the mass mass change or the massive goal, whatever this is that's in front of you, thinking, I have to go to A to Z overnight. No. You take one letter at a time, one step at a time, one bite at a time. And when you start this process, you realize, okay, I'm only focusing one foot in front of the other or one mouthful, one bite at a time, because we know that it's so big, we will, quote unquote, choke on it. If we try to eat something so big, that's not that's not manageable, that's not possible. And I think that when we're when we're looking at our goals from step one or climbing up the hill, however we want to paint this picture in a metaphor is it can feel very scary and daunting, like, oh, my goodness, how am I going to get there? We don't expect you to get there overnight, just like when Brigitte shared, you know, from Budapest to the U.S., there's multiple connections, there's multiple steps, and it's not just the plane. She has to pack her bags and get in a vehicle or a train or taxi to get to the airport. From the airport, she connects to different flights. Different flights lead to different cities. Different cities will connect her to where her final destination is. Then she'll have to get in another form of transportation to leave that airport to get to the next thing. So I hope that you're following along. And what we're trying to share is that it is not an overnight success. And it's not something that can be done in a week's time or a month's time. This is the journey. This is the journey from recognizing this. So whether you're listening and you're in your 20s, you're in your 30s, you're in your 40s, 50s, and so on, it's never too late. The journey starts today, the moment that you decide, I want to make a change and I want something different. That is the first step, accepting where you're at because that's the starting line and knowing you're not going to reach your goals in a minute's time. Many of us, we live in an instant gratifying world. We want it right now. And that's what we see in social media. We can slap a filter on, we can Photoshop, we can now use AI to clone ourselves into a better version of ourselves. But the reality is that's not who we are. So when we're mirroring ourselves against something that doesn't exist, that's where this discontentment and this void and this longing for more, which will keep that chase and the internal flame going and chasing something that does not exist. Exactly. And you know that the next step, which is really hard, and I think this is the big difference, which was different, I don't know, 20, 30 years ago than now. That in 20, 30 years ago, for example, when you wanted to lose weight, I just say it because it's easy to understand to everybody. When you wanted to lose weight, you need to looking for the information, the the correct recipe, how you can reach it. But nowadays, there is tons of information everywhere and it's not hard anymore. It's not a challenge anymore to find information or solutions 
for one problem, doesn't matter what is the problem, you want to become self-confident, you want to become success in your career, or you just want to lose weight, doesn't matter, but you have tons of solutions. And what is really hard, you need to filter, you need to find what is the right one for you. First of all, what is, which is not fake, because there are a lot of fake informations. Then also there are a lot of information which is not fake, so it can work, but you need to filter that which one can work for you the best. Because I always say this, that Imagine it like the there is the Mortal Kombat. You know, it's a video game. Yes, and Mortal it, Kombat. Mortal Kombat. In that video game, there was different players and they have their strengths. Then they, all of them have their own strengths, how they can, you know, uh, win. Or the new Jumanji, Jum, Jima, Jumanji, yeah. The new movie, Jumanji, there was also, you know, characters and they had different strengths, how they can be. And you know that I really believe that then imagine it like, like a hill, like a mountain. You want to be the up of the mountain and that is the, your goal. And there are many roads above the uh, mountain. So many routes where you can go up. But you need to know that which one is matching with your strength. Like, like in the Mortal Kombat, you know, you could win over the enemy, but you needed to know that which was your special strength, which you need to use. Because if you, for, with one player, you wanted to use the strengths of the other player, then you will fail. So that's why I say that there are many solutions. And this is what you mentioned in the beginning. And that that's why, that's why it's really good, this podcast, because you can introduce a lot of people and they all can show one solution for the same problem or for the same goal. And you know, the people can, they need to choose that which one is the best for them, which one matching the best for them. Because if you find that which is matching with your strength, then you will reach your goal. And you know that I'm just saying this example of waiting, 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 lose weight, lose weight, because you know, it's, it's an easy to understand. But for example, if you love the sweet things, the desserts, then that uh, diet where they totally remove all the sweet things and say that you need to eat meat all the day and night, or you hate the meat or you are vegetarian, then for sure this method won't work for you. So you need to find another method where it's built in that you can choose some sweets, of course, healthy snacks. So I'm not saying that you, you can find something solution because we need to work for our goals, but you need to choose something which is matching with yourself, with your strengths, because the key, if you want the real change, is the long-term persistence. So if you just, you know, everybody can be strong inside for a week, no matter what we are talking about. Especially the 1st of January is the best uh, example for this because everybody wants to uh, change their lives and they have a lot of goals in 1st of January, but the end of January, they already give up all. And you know the reason, not because they are weak, but they did not find the tool for their, for their goal 
in, in a good way. They didn't find something which is matching with their strengths. And that's why, I think that's why it's a really key thing that you need to find, you need to filter the information in a right way and you need to find those tools which is matching with you and you can reach your goal with it. Right. And so, you know, to kind of, to pull this all together, it's, you know, again, when we're in the inside looking out, we're comparing our lives to what isn't that what we haven't uh, yet found or discovered for ourselves. And so then we start this journey. And when we look at, okay, I want this perfect life. We'll just use that for an example. Perfect body, perfect partner, perfect uh, marriage, perfect career. And we're looking there and we realize that that something we're lacking inside. We feel this void. So before we even start embarking on this journey, we have to start asking ourselves, what is it that we truly want? What is it that we're actually after? It's not about the perfect, you know, facade. Oh, I want to feel happy. Okay, well, what does happiness feel like? Happiness feels like X, Y, and Z. Okay, so what does that, what would that look like in your life? What brings you happiness? Oh, it's these things. Okay, so now we've identified what the end goal is, what it is that you also find are happy moments in your life. So how can we create more of those things in our life? Oh, I could do X, Y, and Z again. Great. Okay, so now you're kind of funneling down, you're filtering through the process. And the same thing is, is whatever it is that we're looking for. And in the example that Brigitte just shared with, with food, you know, trying to find the right diet. Okay. I can't sustain that diet because I'm a vegetarian. So a diet that has meat is not applicable to me. And I enjoy my sweets. So if there's a diet that says remove all the sweets, that's not applicable. So you really have to start asking yourself all these questions. It's almost like the best way I can describe it is almost flipping everything that we want on its head. And we start in inquiring about ourselves. We start dating ourselves, right? We're, we're in now a intimate relationship with ourselves because if we were to find a partner and what are some of the questions that you would ask the partner what do you what do you what do you find things that you enjoy what are things that you enjoy and they're going to tell you and you're like okay great so do i oh you like funny movies great so do i and you start questioning these things because as you start un uncovering and discovering all the unique things that make you you you're going to understand, oh, these are what really light me up. This is what brings me joy. This is what makes me feel beautiful. This is what makes me feel happy. This is what makes me feel confident. This is what makes me feel healthy. And, you know, and we start looking from that perspective. So we're flipping everything out because everything that you want is inside. Everything that you seek is found within. Everything you desire, you've already are. You need to start creating more of those opportunities and experiences to fully step into that version of you. And soon, when you start really stepping into this, again, this is the journey. The journey does not happen overnight. You realize now, suddenly, I don't need to have this perfect body. I don't need to find happiness in my career. I don't need to find that in the next promotion. You realize that you ultimately are all the things that you've aspired to become because you're stepping into this version. And in the U.S., especially kind of in this space, we hear the, the cliche where you can do it all, right? So you can, if you want it, you have to work hard for it. 
So it's the have, do, be. If I can have the success, then I can do the work that is really inspiring to me, and then I can feel happy. Well, that's just, again, we're flipping everything on its head. And what if, just what if we can start to become happy to do the work that lights us up so we can have a successful career that is meaningful and purposeful because it gives us that satisfaction and that fulfillment and that freedom to just be you. And you know that this is the most difficult thing. This is the hardest things because Mm -hmm. somehow, you know, all the work is somehow they brainwashing us. So it means that, you know, all the advertising and everything, you know, they want they want us to buy things. Mm-hmm. And that's ha- why they, they want to sell us a lifestyle. They want to sell us these fake things, which they tell us that you can be happy if you own this. If you have, I don't know, luxury bags, but the tons of, if you have luxury dresses, if you have a perfect life in everywhere, because of course, if you want to be perfect inside, I mean that uh, with your look, with your life, with everything, you need to spend money. You need to spend money for yourself. <laughs> you need to spend money for the date, for the house, for everything. And that's their goal, what they want from, from And that's why you need to be really aware. We all need to be really conscious to realize that what, you, what are the big things and what are real things. And you know, I need to admit that even in my life, and that's why I always say that it started when I was really young, because the young people, they are more naive. They didn't experience as much. So also I was believing that, I don't know, shopping is the happy thing, that with shopping you can be happy. And then when later I can afford it, and I experienced it that I went for a shopping, just, you know, buy dresses, whatever I wanted. And I realized that, okay, I was happy when I did it. But after the next day, even the next day, I was not happy because of that. And when I experienced all these things, you know, then I realized that it has to be something deeper things. And even now with the social media, it's harder because in social media, there are tons of fake things. And also behind that, there is economy. So they do it, you know, because they get money for it. But can I say, unfortunately, this is how our work uh, works now. So we need yeah. to realize that what, what is the real things and what is the, what is the fake things. And I think that one of the best tools for it, when we observing ourselves that we observe that okay when I get something how long I am happy with it I realize that what is really important in my life and unfortunately there are many things which we realize when it's too late for example you know the importance of love when you lose somebody which is important for you you realize that how important was that person for you when they were alive and you realize that it's more important than any other things which you spend time in your life. And also in the lab, it's the same that when, when you find the real love, you realize how much value this kind of relationship 
comparing, you know, the fake or the one-line relations, even the sex. It's true that when you have sex with love, it's totally different feeling than just a one-line stand. So true. I love that you share that. And it's, it, you know, it's almost like marketing has been plastered all over the world. That's how economy works. We try to sell you things for things that you don't even know that you need. In fact, you don't even need them. It's just trying to flip the psychology of marketing to convince you that you need to buy this thing because it will solve a problem. But yet, if you just were able to address what it is that's, that is, quote unquote, the problem, you don't need an external solution. So it's just, again, how the world works. And it's unfortunate. And that's why, you know, when you can get that upper hand in the upper edge, you can discern that. And this is a big thing that comes, again, with age and wisdom and knowledge and everything that comes with this maturity is the ability to discern what you truly need versus what you what you want. And the wants you become, as I think even when we talk about aging, you become content with having less because you don't need more. You need more of what you already have, more time with your loved ones, more time to spend just experiencing life. Because at the end of it, we can't take any of our material things. We can't take our beauty and our in our perfect bodies and our perfect lives with us when we when we pass on, you know, and, and that's the reality of it is like we're all going to the same destination, whether we like to or not. We all have that expiration date on us. So it's what are we truly doing with the life that we're gifted today? And that's the beauty of this journey we call life. And through your book, you know, you share different steps and strategies to really uncover that, to take those deeper dives into that self-discovery really unpacking some of these preconceived notions of what, you know, this beauty standards are and ways that you need to move your body in said way because that's how that model did it or that's how that influencer did it. But again, finding something that is unique to you because you can eventually sustain that and that becomes the lifestyle that you get to set on your own terms and nobody could take that away from you. Yeah, and you know, there is one more important thing that nowadays the world is a little bit egoistic. What can I say? Mm-hmm. Just think that we just need to take care of ourselves. Just how can I become more beautiful? How can I become more perfect? How can I become, I don't know, more glowing, more self-confidence? And they always uh, try to finding the solution about me changing me, which is a really important thing. But they always forget one really important, more really important things. Sorry for my English. Maybe my vocabulary is not that tight, but I want to express and telling everything which is important. And I hope all of you will understand. So what is important that the people are, it's a strange expression, but they are a social animals. And we realize it, especially in the COVID that we need each other. And when we want to become magnetic, we want to glow. It's not only you need to focus on changing yourself. It's just one part. You also need to focus on the connection between you and something, somebody else. I can say, because, because I tell you one example again, which makes this story understand easier. If I want to become attractive and I want to find my love, 
this is really important thing that I need to find my own balance. I need to be confident. I need to grow. But if I just taking care of myself and I say that, okay, I am the most, how can I say perfect? We know perfection is not exist, but I say that, okay, I am the most coolest person with the best sense of humor. I am wise. I am smart and everything, but I don't, I'm not interested about the other person. I'm not asking questions that how do you feel? I'm not listening to you. I just always wanted to be the noisiest in the room and always just want to talk. Then the other people will say that, okay, this is a smart person, but I don't want to spend time with them because this is an energy vampire. And they forget that when we want to make an impression of, from the, of the other people, then we need to lift them up. We need to give. When we, when we give to the other people, when we inspire the other people, when we are listening, it's really important. The people forget to listen. When we are listening the other people, the other person will say that, okay, I cannot explain why, but this girl somehow is more interesting than any others. And I cannot explain why, but I want to spend more and more time with her. Why? Because I was able to listen her, him or her, doesn't matter. Because I'm not just taking care of me, but I'm also taking care of her because I lift her up, because I'm inspiring her. And through me, she will, she or he will become better person. And that's why she wants to, or he wants to be with me. And you know, it's really important that this part, the people always forget. And this is the same important than when, you know, we are working on ourselves because these two together makes you yeah. a mindful magnetic woman. I can say this like a magnet, you know, it's important that one thing that you need to be really good, but the other thing you need to take care of the other people. Yes. Oh, that was beautiful. Beautifully said too, because it, it's that like attracts like, right? So in That's, that context of not only do you need to be interesting, you need to be interested. And so when we say like, well, I, nothing about me makes me feel interesting. Like I feel, you know, I, there's nothing really unique about me. Mm. There's plenty about you. And if you can't find that, ask your closest friends and family. They're going to tell you some incredible things about you because you're not seeing yourself the way others do. And that, again, sometimes there's these blocks where it's like we can't get past that because we can't see beyond ourselves because we live with ourselves. We know every thought that we're thinking. We know all of our insecurities. We know all of our self-doubts. We know all of our worries, our fears, are the things that give us anxiety and, you know, makes us feel high or low, whatever that is. Sometimes it's just taking a step back and ask those people that are closest to you, what is it that you truly admire about me? What makes me unique? And they're going to say some powerful, beautiful, incredible words. And take that in with such an open heart and an open mind, because they're not just telling you things. They're seeing what is inside of you that you can't see beyond because we're so fixated on the things that are preventing us from fully stepping into this version of who we are. So our higher self, right? So 
a lot of times we just get buried by the world, you know, our our beliefs, our cultures, our, you know, the the world overall, like society, norms, pressures, demands, all that is really just sufficing the beautiful light that is inside of you. And that is your your soul's calling. Like that's who you are. And I think, you know, when we look at it, like what Brigitte was just sharing is like for us to become what we want, we have to experience it within ourselves. So if we want to feel love, how are we loving ourselves? If we want to feel confident, do what are we doing for ourselves that makes us feel confident? What are the things that we're trying to strive or achieve in zones or areas that really aren't our skill set, really aren't something that we're equipped or adequate for because we see somebody else succeed, you know, achieving success in X, Y, and Z. So now we veer off our own beaten path and go start pursuing what somebody else did. But that's not your unique gifts. That may not be what is applicable to you. And so our whole thing here with our, you know, this conversation is really meant to, to find that light inside of you and start becoming it. But it's the journey of finding the intimate connection and relationship back to self again before we can start tapping into and expecting other people to bring us everything that we want. Yeah, and you not only need to have self-love, but also you need to have love towards the others. Mm -hmm. And it's like, for example, in my book, one of the levels is I named it KO. And, you know, KO in the box, they say when somebody knock, knock them out. And the name is not because with that tool, you can knock the other people out in the game of attractiveness and glow, which is also true, by the way, because that is a really powerful tool. But this is an abbreviation and KO is kindness and openness. And we're not talking about kindness. First of all, it's important kindness toward yourself. So you need to, as you mentioned, it's important. It's a key thing that you need to love yourself, but also you need to be kind with the other people. There are different types of charisma. You know, the charisma is really important. Many people say when we need to describe what is glowing, it's somehow a charism. Charismatic people can reach everything in life. If somebody is really charismatic, and I'm not talking about the charisma only in the professional lives, but when somebody has a strong charisma, something which that person makes outstanding about the others. When somebody have the charisma, it can have different types of charisma. And one of the charisma types is the charisma of kindness. Just let's think about Princess Diana. She had this, this kindness or the Lama, the Dalai Lama. He had this charisma that they are so kind with the others, real kindness, not a fake smile, but the real kindness towards the others, that the other people cannot do anything else, just adore. They just have this, I don't know, help for the other people, this kindness, strong kindness. I can say, Princess Diana, if I say this, everybody will know what I'm talking about. So this is really strong thing. And the openness, when I'm talking about, you know, the KO, kindness and openness, it's the listening to the other people, because this is also something which really sounds easy that, okay, everybody say that I can listen to the other people, but the truth is that, that they cannot, because when we listen to somebody, you know, we are maybe 
uh, nodding and say, okay, okay, I understand. But in behind, you know, I'm thinking that, uh, okay, what I will do in the afternoon, what, uh, what I need to buy when I go for food shopping or something. It's really hard to listening, really listening the other person. And, you know, it's something which we need to practice. I'm sure that everybody did medi meditation. It also sounds really easy that you just need to think about nothing. But the truth is that, that it's really hard. You need to practice to do it because in the beginning, when you start meditation, you just try to uh, think about nothing. But the truth is that, that after three seconds, you need to start to think something. And this is the true bit listening to the other people that when we listen, the truth is that we cannot listen for a long time. And how we can uh, improve this skill that we start to practice it, like the meditation. When we realize that we are listening to somebody and our, our mind just went away, then we need to get back the focus and we need to try to make it as long as possible and we need to practice it how we can do so this is something, a skill which we can learn. But the truth is that, that when somebody just do a fake listening, I mean that they, their mind is just went somewhere else, the other person can sense it. Because our nonverbal communication is more, more stronger, still stronger than our verbal communication. You know, the speaking, the verbal communication, it's not so long when I'm talking about the history of the humanity. So that's why when you ask me that I am, and I say, good, but you can hear in my voice, in my face expression and all on me, that it's not true because we cannot lie. So when I'm talking about real kindness and real opening, so real listening, this is something that you cannot fake it because the other person will sense it. Right. And that's, it goes beyond just the verbal communication. So there's, you know, picking up on the body language, the tone, the expressions, you know, and that's really when it comes down to like engagement, even with yourself or others, pick up on those cues, tune into those. And that's where you can really tune into how somebody is actually feeling. What are they really saying beneath the words that are coming out of their mouth? Just like, in your own self journey, right? So you could say, yeah, I'm good. I'm fine. Or I'm, you know, all your affirmations. But if you don't believe it, you're not going to become it. And the same thing is, it, you know, in the two-way street, like, you know, the conversations, you can hear it. But if you don't believe it, that feels like a lie. And so again, this, this, you know, all those, the, the tips and the strategies that you're sharing in your book, like the KO, or, you know, some of the, the other ones that you had shared as well. It's like, they're all different pieces that are stepping stones into you unraveling and unlearning and stepping into a higher version of who you're actually are and who you're actually becoming. And that becomes that like attracts like, and that becomes magnetic as you, as you shared as well. You have just shared so many tips and we, I mean, we can go on to this conversation for hours. I feel like we have so much to share and so many things in common as well. And like our messages are so meaningful and impactful for us, which is why we do the works that we do. So of course, I would love for you if you want to just close us out with a few additional 
words of advice and as well as how our listeners can follow along with you and your journey and learn more about your beauty aerobics to the book and the great works that you're doing. Yeah, you know, I just want to tell everybody that if we need to choose that what we are listening, our brain or our heart, then you always need to choose the second one because mm -hmm. that's a better mentor for you, for everybody. Especially if we want to reach our real self and we want to glow. Because as I said, you cannot fake it. The people see that your real inner self, it's not synchronized with what you want to show. And if you want to be a really successful in life, in every field of the life, it's a key thing because you can be successful maybe in the business, but if you are not happy how you reach it, then you won't be you, won't, you will be just a sad example. You know, we know many people who are successful, has tons of money, and then we just hear that they suicide themselves. How do you say it? Suicide themselves. That's just a su yeah, suicide. Yeah, suicide. And you know, it's a really sad story because we need to find our real path. As I told you, that if you want to reach the top of the mountain, mountain there is there are many paths how you can do it you just need to find which is matching with your ours with your own self with your strength with your real self and if you find that path then you will enjoy the journey and you will for sure like in the mortal combat you will win the game of life mm, beautifully said beautifully said so, of course, how, how can listeners learn more about you as well? How can they find and follow you? I can, I can really, I can recommend with my heart my book because, as I told, it's really logical and it's really unique. And they can find, everybody can find it in Amazon.com. Name is Mindful Magnetic Woman. And also the beautyrobic.com, they can check about my method and everything so I can I can recommend you to check it as well. Okay. And what is what is your website and your social media handle? So we could find you as there. Beautyrobic.com. Beautyrobic? Yeah, beautyrobic. Without that, beautyrobic.com. You can check it there and you can find everything there. Plus, as I told you, my book, Mindful Magnetic Woman, you can find it. I know that if I say my name, maybe it sounds weird for your audience, but Bigita Bekesir also you can find it like this. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Of course, all of that will be in the show notes below. So be sure to check that out and give Brigitte a follow and let her know if this episode resonates with, you, with her and you know yourself, because this is your journey. This is ultimately up to you. But, you know, we're here to just provide a platform and, you know, share stories of different walks of life. And, you know, we're on two different sides of the world and how we came together because we had similar stories. So no matter where you are on your journey, you are not alone and we're here to support you. And you have people that are always rooting for you. So whether you see them or you don't believe it, there is. And so we invite you inside the Confident Woman community group. We have an incredible community there as well. And of course, you know, myself and even Brigitte. So we'd love for you to be a part of our space. So thank you again for joining me.
Thanks for having me. Thank you. Hey there. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of the Confident Woman Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode as much as I did, please be sure to like, subscribe, and leave us a review. Thanks again for listening.